Hello and welcome to Connected by Life. I'm your host, Sean Paul Harrison. This podcast aims to foster thought-provoking discussions on crucial subjects that significantly influence physicians and our clinical stakeholders when it comes to organ donation and transplantation. What is a donation physician champion? Well, today we'll be discussing what constitutes true physician champions and how they positively impact the lives of others. Today is part two of our conversation with Dr. Folks, and we'll be continuing our conversation on what is the family's understanding of either the death or the prognosis and where they're at. The other one is making sure that that person is a potential to save the other lives so that if they're not, we can avoid that conversation altogether to make sure that, that we're not providing something that can't happen. And then ultimately deciding when is the most appropriate time for us to transition that conversation of death and having the family advocate go in and support the family and providing the opportunity to save someone else's life. So you're advocating for the family. Again, you're advocating for that hero, and then you're advocating for the lives saved and those recipients. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, another point you bring up there, there's a a lot of times a big part where we can step in and help out are those, those little nuances because we, you know, we sort of, build those relationships with the patient's families at, at first and, and 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 oftentimes um your your team comes in and they're it, it's a very difficult it can be a very difficult time because they're they're trying to meet this person and meet this family for the first time establish a relationship and then help them make a transition towards um towards donation and and for us to be able to come in and maybe you know maybe fill in some of the, the backstory and, and give them give them an idea like like hey you know this this loved one this is what they used to do this is this is how they were a week ago and this is where the family's heads at and you know trying to trying to help help you guys kind of d- develop the the best way to to approach families. And I, I think that that is a, a big part of where the, the teamwork comes in. Like, like you mentioned, it's a, it's oftentimes a, a, a team effort. It's not any, any one person involved. Well, I think that whenever you're talking about that transition of, you know, the LOPA staff, the family advocate staff coming in, you know, it's about building trust. So I'd like to shift a little bit because building trust has a lot to do with us ever being involved with that family. And what I mean by that is building that trust with you and with your staff. And I think that that's where you've really helped make a difference is because you've replicated yourself by the impact that you've had. And so, you know, you and I even talked, I think it was just recently about the peer-to-peer interaction, you know, because there's not everyone, we can't assume that everyone knows what that process is or understands what the steps are. And so you've done a, a, a tremendous job in doing that. So, I mean, if you could talk a little bit about like what that peer-to-peer is, because we're not always there. And so that is some of the the culture you, that you've helped cultivate there at your, your hospital. Thank you for saying that. And, I, you know, I think a lot of that comes kind of through through training because, um, you know, as, as physicians, we we do have advanced training and, and a lot of us, especially those who have gone through a fellowship have, have some transplant experience. And I, I do go back and, and think about those months that I spent on the, on the transplant service and really, 
really learning everything I can, just trying to trying to soak everything up and and realizing the the importance of of donation, um, because not not everyone sort of gets to see all that, and that, I think that's sort of the the hard part for for staff sometimes um, is is to to wrap wrap your mind around. Um, like I said, I know I keep going back to it, but those those intangibles, the patients that they can't see, the lives that are going to be touched, but they just they just don't get to see that because they're not right there in in front of them. And I think you know me being here and and being a, a constant reminder and and being being that constant to to let the staff know and, and remind them of the benefits that 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 really are happening and and the the lives that are going to be saved in the future um not you know not to say that that um the the lopa staff don't do a great job of that they do they're phenomenal but it's I mean, you really do. You've got you've got an army of amazing people working with you, and it's just it, it can't always be one person every single time there. But I feel like me being here as an advocate for our hospital and with our staff, I think I think that helps out. I like to think it helps out anyway. No, it does. And being reminded of the difference that it makes, because you know you all are experiencing death. This family is experiencing a death. And we're experiencing a death that a family has, like when we're supporting them. And so, you know, like you're right, like the recipients, the lives that are being saved are not there. And so it is something that is very important that our staff is dedicated and committed to doing as far as for coming back and providing that follow-up and sharing stories of the donors and of the heroes. I'll never forget, you know, we have that ConnectMD messaging system that we started a couple of years ago. And you were the first person that brought this to our attention. And so the the message was sent out, I think it was 48 hours after everything was completed and the lives were saved. And you had received the message on your phone and you called me and you said, hey, can I share this to the rest of our staff? And that's kind of how that, that particular project blossomed into something that was much larger than even what it was intended to. So thank you because you're always you know, thinking about other people and how that can impact them on the experience that, that they had. So in a positive way. Yeah, man. No. And I, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up and uh, you, you're being very modest. I mean, I, I, <laughs> this is, you know, I think, I think that you had a much larger role in, in, in rolling this thing out and, and making it happen, but it, it really is um, just so beneficial um when when you are able to come back and share that with with staff and it because it it makes something intangible more tangible um and and it just you know whenever whenever i talked with you about it and we were kind of talking like you know is it okay to share and and that sort of thing and and, and you gave me the the go ahead i was i was i was, I was very excited about it and, and um i thought it would be well received and it it was it was you know the the staff remembered the patient and there were it was it was smiles all around and everyone was was very happy to hear that of of all the the benefits that that occurred and um i think it's i think it's a great system and and just um uh it, you know i i hope that it continues to to help in the future one thing that i'd like to touch on briefly is just you know we realize how difficult things are. I mean, not just we're a small piece of what you all do every day. 
and you know just with patient load and obviously with coming off COVID and everything else and and just you hear so much more about burnout and I think that one of the things that we wish and we hope every day is the fact that these families that are helped, these heroes that go on to save the lives of others and these recipients who've been on this waiting list, who've received a second chance at life, that that fills your bucket and realize the difference that you make. Oh, ab- absolutely, man. It, it is. And um, like I said, I, I remember I remember the day that I, I shared that first message. It was it was like it was like a shot of energy. And um, it, you know, it not only not only did it you know, save save the lives of those recipients, but I, I think it really without overstating, I think it really picked up the mood in, in the unit for the rest of the day. It, it, it's just it's great. And it's great to see. Um, you know, it's just great to see the the joy that surrounds people, and and when they when they understand, you know, when they really get it that that hey, this this system really works, and it it does. It, there's there's a greater there's a greater good here. There may there may be a loss, but we there are gains as well. Listen, one of the things I'd like for you to leave us with is if there's one thing that you could share as a reminder to other physicians or other healthcare professionals about the impact that they have, the influence that they have. What would be one or or two of those things? You can't ever forget, and it can't be overstated that that we are we are leaders. And um, if you really support the staff, I mean, it, it, especially in, in regards to to organ donation, if if you're if you're very very supportive and and do everything you can to help people understand the the importance, the impact that you can have beyond the patient in front of you, it it goes a long way and it just cannot it can't it can't be replaced. And and physician support is is not the only cog in the wheel, but it's it's a very important aspect of of organ donation and um, you just you always have to keep that in mind. You know, Dr. Folks, uh, you know, we sometimes we, you know, we joke with each other you know, just in general, um, but it's just because of, you know, the relationships that we've built through through Lopa and the hospital and everything else. But, uh, you know, we sincerely uh, just thank you for the person that you are, uh, for the physician that you are and the advocate that you've been. And, um, you know, it's it's people like you that we work with on a regular basis uh, who we're just grateful for uh, and they just make a difference uh, continuing to to help families and save the lives of others. So, you know, I, I personally am thanking you for allowing me to meet with you that, that day when I said, hey, I, I have a, a favor to ask of you. And, um, you know, you joined the committee and then we've worked together or, you know, from from Lopa and, and uh, the hospital and everything else. And uh, everything that you've done. Uh, and so we look forward to continuing to work with you and, and, uh, and just continuing to touch the lives of others. Yeah, no, man, thank you. And it's, it's been, it's been a pleasure. I think that's part of what I'm, I'm here to do. And it, it truly was and still is an, an honor to be asked and be, be a continued part of the, the team. And I, I hope you guys don't kick me off anytime <laughs> soon, man. This has been great. Not a chance, man. Not a chance. So thank you, Dr. Folks, for taking your time to be here today. We truly appreciate you being a champion. And thank you for listening. And remember, you can register as an organ, eye, and tissue donor anytime at registerme.org.
If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Connected by Life on your favorite podcast app. And always remember, you are a light worker. Keep shining. This is a production of LOPA. The content in this podcast is intended for informational purposes only and not intended to substitute for professional medical advice. To read our full disclaimer, please visit our website. The Connected by Life podcast is hosted by myself, Sean Paul Harrison. Our executive producer is Kirsten Heinz. Our production assistant is Chandra Williams. And we are recorded, engineered, and mixed in our Covington, Louisiana studio by Troy Perez.